0: Buildings entirely just crushed and crumbled. I'm not sure if it's safe to report from my vantage point. I, I really need to leave. So the fences informed me that the surrounding areas are, are in ruin.
1: I, I see some people running now. And the opinion of this reporter, if
0: this nation, or in fact the world, ever needed heroes, that time is now. That time is now. Exciting episode of the Fire and Water Podcast, the official podcast of Aquamanshrine.com and FirestormFan.com. I'm one of your hosts, the irredeemable Shag from Firestorm Fan. along with me is my co host, the irrepressible Rob from the Aquaman Shrine. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Shag. How's it going?
1: <laughs> Good. I'm very excited. We're going to do something a little different today. I'm looking forward to
0: it. I know. I've never done something like this. Wait, this none of this sounds good. We should probably tell them what we're actually gonna do. They're probably thinking terrible, terrible things. <laughs> uh, folks, um we got this wild idea to try something that well Rob's done something like this for MASH. I've never done We're gonna do a commentary track, like you would get on a DVD. You know, there's where you hear the producer and the director say, Well in this scene we did this, and in this scene we do this. That plays over the film. <laughs> we're gonna do this. I like you your like idea
1: that? of what I like your idea of what commentary tracks sound like.
0: Exactly. Uh, and what we're going to do is we're going to do the Robot Chicken DC Comics special that aired just a little while ago. So, and the cool thing is, we had absolutely nothing to do with the making of this special, so we don't really have a lot of insight. We just, you know, we're just two dudes who like Aquaman and Firestorm, so it's going to be fun!
1: Yes, it was, I mean, it happened to feature Aquaman and Firestorm prominently, so it seems like it was perfectly teed up for us.
0: Now, this this commentary is potentially could degenerate into us just giggling for like thirty minutes. If that's what happens, just enjoy it. But what we're suggesting is that you actually listen to the podcast while you watch the Robot Chicken special. Uh, we're going to provide you a link where you can go online. Uh, you can log in um, through, legally through your your internet provider uh, and and watch the Robot Chicken special. So what you could do is we'll we'll sync up our start times and we'll say go. And you watch it, and we'll watch it, and we'll chat, and it'll be like, we're having a conversation. (laughs) It'll just be like that. It'll be just like that. (laughs) Except we won't respond to anything you say at home.
1: (laughs) (laughs) that will be like a lot of conversations I have, actually.
0: Exactly. But before we get rolling, uh, we've got some news and just some things to chat about. And uh, Rob, why don't you start us off?
1: Yes. Um, Well, as uh, we all know at this point, the news is official and that Ivan Reese, Joe Prado, and Rod Reese are in fact leaving Aquaman. Um, Uh, Oh, I didn't know that. I've been
0: away from the news. I suspected...
1: Yeah, it, it, it got a f- uh, released officially by a couple different news sources, and then Ivan Reese came out and confirmed it, and DC came out. So they are taking the Aquaman team, uh, Lockstock and, uh, and and Haddock, over to uh, Justice League. Um, there is no news yet as to who over who is taking over Aquaman in terms of the art, and it is still not... Uh, Here, can- it's
0: uh, Rob Liefeld, isn't
1: it? Yeah, and it is still not... Uh, well, at least we know that won't last long... Um, uh, it is not confirmed whether Jeff Johns is going anywhere. Um, I've heard different things, and we're not going to get into that about whether. But but the, uh, it, the, yeah the, that's yes. But it is official that as of number Justice like League number sixteen, um, the new team is taking over. So um, you know, on the on the one hand, and this is the bigger hand. Um, we're very happy. Big we're big happy. we're very happy for the guys because this is in terms of what DC would consider a promotion. They're gonna be making more money. I mean, Justice League is one of the few books that outsells Aquaman. And so this is definitely a promotion for the guys and a recognition of the work they've been doing. And they deserve it because, you know, they've been just kicking ass on Aquaman and they deserve this promotion. But of course, you know, I'm sad that they're leaving the book because, you know, this was like the first really cohesive, creative, uh, you know, team that the Aquaman has had in a long time. And, you know, now after basically a year and a half, it's over. So, uh, you know, I, we're, I'm a little nervous. I'm not – people seem to be worried like, oh, they're going to cancel the book. No, they're not going to. What? Don't. No, they're not going to. That's. There are a lot of people that say crazy stuff. and No, I'm not worried about that at all. I think even if they got a lousy artist, sales would not drop to the point. Where they would just cancel it, but because they would, just, you know, DC would has a lot of money invested and everything else in, in this book. Um, well, the, the
0: the fact is, I mean, if you're if you're freaking out about this, guys, Aquaman is on issue twelve right now. Number zero hasn't even hit the shelves, at least to the time of this recording. Number zero hasn't hit the shelves yet, so uh, you've got another six issues. You know, right, zero at the very and least, up to yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah, it's they, they'll still be going for a little bit. I did a, like a little mini mini tribute to them on the shrine oh, on a Saturday.
0: I can't add. Four issues. Sorry.
1: Well, if you count the zero, that's five. So you were close.
0: Okay. Let me take my shoes off. Hold on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know what this is going to do to Justice League. Uh, my, my issues with Justice League were not so much with the art but with the writing. So I don't know how this is going to necessarily improve things. But, you know, we'll, we'll see it. I know that Aquaman is going to play a much bigger role in the book. A much bigger role. Which would be nice. Because for all the... News about how big he was going to play in, in the Justice League series. The first year, he's basically done very little. Um, he stands around a yeah, lot. I mean, and, it's,
0: you know, I mean, it's done nothing to help his reputation, you know, as far as being the, a useful JLA member. He yeah. just hasn't done much. Yeah. So, I mean, they made it which is ironic because it's the same writer.
1: Yeah, they made but, it.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, I wonder if uh, you just said Aquaman is supposed to play a bigger role in Justice League, which is great. Uh, I'm sure that has something to do with the Justice League of America book starting. But having. um. This art team on there, by definition, they're probably going to play up Aquaman's role a little bit more anyway. Sure. But having Jeff Johns, you know, I don't know. I, I wonder if the, right, if the art team changes the way he writes a book, you know? Because uh, Jim Lee's art's fine, but I still think the team that are leaving Aquaman and going to Justice League, I still think they're the best art team in DC right now. Mm-hmm. And so I think Justice League is can only get better at that point. Yes. Yeah, now, absolutely. Is, is, is Johns writing the new Justice League of America book? I believe he is. Okay, so that could be where some of the rumors are coming from that he might be leaving Aquaman, I yeah. suppose. Because well, uh, yeah, well, yeah. How many books a month is he really going to write? Yeah. He's writing Green Lantern, he's writing Justice League, he's writing Aquaman. Is he picking up a fourth or dropping a third? Yeah,
1: yeah I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. But So we wish the guys well. Um, I was very proud of... Um, my uh, alcoholic co-partner, Joe Slab, who runs the Aquaman Shrine Twitter feed, because his reaction, like, it, our official reaction from the Shrine was, was just to say congratulations to the guys. And that was noticed by a lot of people on Twitter. And one one guy tweeted us and said something to the effect of, like, the Aquaman Shrine, you, know, you guys have a lot of class, because most fanboys would be screaming right now and, like, cursing the heavens. And, you know, I was proud of that, because, yeah, that was, that, was, that was our genuine reaction. Uh, we weren't doing it just to be polite, um, but it was also great to be noticed. It was like, yeah, you know, we wish these guys well because they're great guys. They've been great to us, and I'm sure they'll continue to be great to us on their tenure in Justice League. Um, and uh, we wish them nothing but the best. They've, they've done so much for us, and they've done so much for Aquaman. So, uh, you know, we're happy to see them, you know, uh, move down the road.
0: Now, have you taken precautions to, you know, sort of put a, a watch on Joe to make sure he doesn't, you know, fall off the wagon again. This, this, this could push him.
1: It's a it's a it's a long it's a twelve step program. It's a maxi series okay. program. We're
0: fine. Okay, right. <laughs> maxi series. That was quite I, I, I will
1: <laughs> I will make this one comment, and I'm not going to get totally into it because it, uh, it'll be a case of humble brag. But I uh, I wrote an email, a private email to Joe and Ivan and Rod, and just congratulated them from me and the shrine. And they wrote a very nice, all three of them wrote a very nice note back to me about how much they appreciate the shrine and how much they think of uh, well they think of me as like part of the team and stuff which was you know incredibly a generous thing to say so um, I'm you know I'm really happy with these guys I'm looking forward to seeing them next month at the new York comic-con and uh, like I said we just wish them wish them well because they deserve it
0: by really nice re- note what rob really means is it was a lot of please stop writing us the restraining order is still in effect <laughs> leave us alone you crazy kid with the, your website the
1: email goes right into the spam folder
0: that's right <laughs> <laughs> well i'm excited for them it's an incredible opportunity for them they're going to the no- they're going to be working on the number 1 selling comic book in the world uh, i believe isn't justice league still number 1 or yes. has it been i think it's still okay. yeah well, I don't, with AVX, I don't, either way, it's one of the number one selling comics in the world. It's definitely a promotion for them. Congratulations. That is awesome. I, and again, I stand by it. They're the best art team DC's got right now. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt that DC's going to find a strong artist for Aquaman. They recognize the value of Aquaman. And by that, I'm, I'm talking purely from a business sense. Yes. They're, I mean, Aquaman makes them money. Yes. Aquaman makes them a lot of money right now. So they'd be fools to put a crummy artist on there. So you're, you're going to get someone... That is either a name that will attract people or you're going to get someone that can draw the heck out of something.
1: Yeah, they're not going to kill it. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, just throw somebody on there. Yeah.
0: Exactly. They're not going to take some guy who draws a crappy webcomic and put him on there because he's cheap. You know, it's not going to be that. It's – this is going to be good. So, uh, you know what? And these guys did a year and a half run, which by our nowadays standards is unbelievable. And the next guy could be – and it could be another set. It's going to be different. But it could be yeah. another, like, wow, this is amazing, you know? Yes. Aquaman uh,
1: has had a great run of artists, luckily. He's been very yeah. fortunate in that. So, you know, I'm looking forward to the next great guy. And, and whoever that person is, and when I say guy, I mean anybody. It doesn't necessarily mean a, a man, although it probably will be, of course. But uh, um, I look forward to – Wow,
0: that, that was only a little bit sexist.
1: No. It's a, uh, the most comic artists are men. It's just-
0: Amanda Connor just stopped listening to our podcast.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, that would be great if she wanted to do it she she did a great Aquaman in, in the Wednesday comic series um, but uh, see now I've lost my train of thought thanks Shay.
0: it wasn't that important anyway think about this folks think about like if the internet existed back in the 60s There'd been a whole bunch of Twitter and Facebook screaming about Nick Carty's leaving Aquaman? Yeah, right, exactly. What? No, <laughs> no one's as good as Nick Carty. Who is this no, Jim Aparo oh, guy? Jim Aparo, what is this? Jim Aparo? Who is that?
1: That guy drew you know? Charlton Comics. What? He sucks.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean,
1: it's going to all work out.
0: Did you remember what the useless little thing you were going to say? What? You were trying to remember something you were going to say. Yeah,
1: I don't remember it now. Thanks.
0: Well, no problem. That's what I'm there for, brother. Okay. On that note, while I'm being so mean to you, yeah, there we go, perfect segue out of the other side of my mouth, I have to thank rob <laughs> Rob something nice, actually, Rob right, folks, Rob did something incredibly nice. um my birthday is coming up um it's a big birthday for me too, and uh so anyway, in my, in my birthday's at least for the time of the recording is a week from now, and Rob sent me a message saying, hey, you should have um you know okay. a I sent you a birthday present you know should be there soon so I kept looking out on the front porch for a flaming bag of poo uh, and it never materialized but instead this oddly shaped box did and I was like oh wow look at this this is cool it's you know giant box from Rob it's got the Aquaman return address label which is totally rocking by the way you and Russell have a connection somewhere getting these cool (laughs) labels I love them Um, that's a little Russell Burbage you know reference for you there but anyway so um, I get the box and I'm like wait a minute he just sent me my Ace Kilroy Treasury Edition, which he owes me anyway. I'm like, that's not a birthday present. i say it's a great birthday, birthday present. By the okay. shaping <laughs> – guessing by the shape of the box. Not that I don't want it, but you owe it to me anyway. Anyway, so I was like, well, and I opened it up. I'm like, holy crap. Inside was um, – well, should I start? I'll start with the birthday card. <laughs> Inside is a birthday card. I open it up. It's really fat. I'm like, wow. He must have put like a couple checks in here.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I you opened it up. A one. It is not. In- What's that? I put a bunch of ones in there. Right. It is not, in fact, a check. It is a Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern card. <laughs> and it's fat because it's got one of these sound chips in it. And it's got lights. In fact, it says, uh, it's for your birthday. The Green Lantern is granting you the power of the ring. But there's only one thing you must do first. And I'll get to that in a second. But it has a button that says press here. And when you press it, his ring and his green lantern symbol glow. They light up green. It's pretty cool. So I um, wonder how long it's going to take me to kill that battery. So I'm going to keep doing that like every day. Then when you open the card, wait for it, turn up the volume on your speakers right now. My Green <laughs> that's right. It's Hal Jordan on Xanax. <laughs> he sounds so like uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, do I have to do
1: another th- recording for a piece of merchandise? All right, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like birthday card. Seriously.
1: At least, at least he got a <laughs> wife. Out. He got a wife out of the movie, so it turned out well.
0: Oh really? Who did he marry? He
1: married Blake Lively. Who? Blake Lively. The girl Carol. Ferris. Oh, Blake Li-
0: oh, Blake Lively. Blake <laughs> Lively. Yes. Put on, put on him, you know. After that scene with her in that pencil skirt, I I might too. But um, so anyway, the card totally cracked me up, absolutely hysterical, and uh, I, I love it. I'm gonna mess with that all the time. So then on to the real present inside the real As present. As if that uh, wasn't enough, right? I mean, that should have been enough. It's to... not a cheap card, by the way. I asked him if he got it off clearance. He said no. Why a Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern card is not on clearance? I he know. Later that, after believe me, that oh shocked my, me no. when I saw it. That had to hurt. And, and you know, because Rob makes most of his money on street corners panhandling. So, I mean, this was incredibly generous of him. It's
1: not easy, a so then.
0: Time. Well, good thing you're an illustrator. You probably make a really nice Will Work for Food sign. But The other thing is, is, it's in a sort of action figure clamshell. It is a custom Mago Dr. Fate action figure. This is amazing, guys. Um, it is, a, it, you know, it, it, if you don't know what a Mago action figure is, um, well, frankly, I have no business listening to this podcast if you don't know what a Mego action figure Seriously, is. Seriously, just,
1: just stop listening now.
0: Listening. Stop listening now. Go find something else to do. Um, but it's, it's designed to look just like a Mego action figure, but it is a custom of Dr. Fate. It's got a sweetly stitched blue and yellow you know, cloth clothing, big old plastic yellow boots, awesome yellow hands, and he actually has an amulet, a golden amulet, and he's got the golden headpiece. The headpiece has been, I guess, sculpted either out of putty or wood. I'm not quite sure. But it has been sculpted. It is a gorgeous Dr. Fate helmet. And if you've ever seen various drawings of Dr. Fate, you know that Dr. Fate can be drawn to look crappy. And he can be drawn to look amazing. It all depends on how they do the helmet. And this is an amazing helmet. It's really well done. And it's got the big yellow cloth cape. It is a really, really, really nice figure. And if that wasn't enough, there's a fake card. You know how action figures are always glued down on a card? There's a fake card in the background that says... You know, it has the Immortal Doctor Fate logo, which is from um, that mini series. And well, you guys probably don't remember. it. Um, me and Juan, who does the Doctor Fate series our podcast or blog, are probably the ones remember. But there was a a reprint mini series called the Immortal Doctor Fate. Anyway, it's that awesome logo, which is really probably the best Doctor Fate logo ever. There's a Fire and Water podcast action heroes like a official authentic <laughs> or a symbol, which looks great. It's our podcast symbol, but modified to say Action Heroes. Then, you know, if you remember, Mago action figures had these five little bubbles of different other characters that were in that line. So it's got a Walt Simons and Dr. Fate. It's got a Chuck Patton, Alcheman. It's got a Raphael Cahan and Slipknot. It's got a Paris Collins, Blue Devil, and an Al Milgram, Firestorm. Oh, my gosh. Now, this was all customized by Mark. Is it Souter? Is that it's how you Mark say Mark
1: Souter, yeah. It's my buddy Mark Souter, who does this as sort of a hobby, and he is an absolute genius. Uh, on on these things. I will send, we'll uh, we'll include in the show notes a link to his blog so you can see some of his other customs because they are just drop-dead gorgeous.
0: That's awesome. Now, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a a post on Firestorm Fan about this, which will probably confuse the heck out of Firestorm Fans um, since it's not Firestorm. But I will, uh, and I'll include a link to the show notes so you can go over to the Firestorm Fan post and see this Dr. Fate action figure. Uh, And then on the back of it, it's got a gorgeous black border. It's got this really nice shadowy image of Sean McManus, Dr. Fate, who drew the Dr. Fate um, monthly book for a while. And it's got in, embedded in here a Who's Who entry of Dr. Fate, which is so perfect for us because, I mean, with our Who's Who podcast. There you go. And uh, it's got the Egyptian scrolls along the top and bottom. I mean, guys, this is, this is an amazingly gorgeous piece of work from the action figure to the packaging. You know, wow. I am totally blown away. So, Rob, I cannot tell you, thank you enough. Um, I don't know how much cred this is going to earn for me to be nice to you on the podcast, but uh, at least off-air I'll be nicer to you. How's that?
1: Oh, that'll be nice. That's something, right? You should all know he's not really going to do this. He says it on the show. (laughs) He's not really going to do it.
0: I am so nice to him off the show. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, a completely different person. So
1: totally untrue. All this is totally untrue.
0: (laughs) But this is gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. It's going to go in a very uh, very place of prominence in my office here, my home office. And, uh, oh, man, this is just breathtaking. Thank you so much, Rob. You're welcome. And thank you, Mark. Uh, yeah. Thank yes, you, Mark. Thank you, oh. Mark.
1: He's an amazingly so. talented individual. I said, I want, well, I wanted to get you something nice for your birthday because this is going to be your last birthday.
0: That's true. Um, by the time you hear this, uh, you should probably already be sending your condolence cards to my family, and Rob will probably be doing interviews for new Fire & Water podcast co-hosts. Yes, I'm going to be
1: t- doing op- open auditions, so uh, you guys can look f- look out for that announcement.
0: Yeah, you know, nothing better than uh, a, a comic geek open mic night. That's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes, on my birthday, I am uh, jumping out of a perfectly good working airplane <laughs> at 12,500 feet. So uh, I've always wanted to do parachuting, uh, to do skydiving, and uh, so I'm going to do it. So my buddy Ed, I, I put something out there about that. The first thing he wrote back was, "You ought to wear a cape." <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, anything that's going to flap and get in the way of the uh, yeah, no,
1: right? Yeah, it's I'd say not that happen. <laughs> I would say the parachute opening properly is going to be the number one ingredient to this whole endeavor.
0: Yes, yes. So um, I'm really excited about it. I watched a uh, like I'm, I'm not even the least bit nervous about it. I mean, the only, the only trepidation of God is like you might have right before you get on a roller coaster, you know, where you get that for like a split second, you're like, "Ooh, this might be a little scary," you know, because I don't—I'm not scared of roller coasters. I love them, but there's always that one second of like, "Ooh!" Right when you start ratcheting going up, you know, and that's about the nervousness I've got. But then I watched a, a skydiving video the other day, and I'm like, "That's really high. <laughs> it's really, really high." So I'm looking forward to it though. Can't wait. So, uh, you know, I should do it with, with my Doctor Fate action figure, like, in my pocket or something, you know. Nah, he might, he might bust on landing. So <laughs> yeah, yeah like,
1: he's probably a little fragile, yeah.
0: I'd rather my kids get a chance to enjoy it, so they like, can bury me with it. There we go. There
1: you go, perfect. perfect. When they when
0: they, when they when they, when they scoop me up with a shovel. Like, it's
1: funny, he really just was reduced to a pile of goo, and it's hard to tell where a shag ends and the Doctor Fate figure begins.
0: Right, exactly. So I, I keep telling my wife, I'm like, yeah, I want you and the kids there to watch me bounce, so... <laughs> Just think you can sell it to Faces of Death if they still make the yeah.
1: Oh, God. I'm, they probably do. I don't want to
0: think about that. <laughs> well, I think you can probably find that stuff on the Internet nowadays. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, on that lovely note. But speaking of action figures, uh, as we said at the top of the episode, we are going to cover the Robot Chicken DC Comics special, folks. So in a minute here, we're going to take a break. Is there anything else we're supposed to cover before the break, Rob? Because, see, I'm getting older. I'm getting Alzheimer's.
1: Right. No, I don't think so. In the break, we're going to just listen to another uh, Robot Chicken sketch featuring Aquaman. Uh, so you can, you can enjoy that. And they said, yeah, when we come back, we will be doing our Robot Chicken DC Comic special commentary.
0: So go ahead and get uh, – well, while the break's going on, folks, go ahead and go to your internet browser, get Robot Chicken queued up. Now, if, you don't, if, you, you know, if you're in your car and you can't do that, that's okay. We're just going to talk through it. You'll remember the episode. You'll have a good time. Now, if you haven't seen the Robot Chicken episode, you should pause the podcast and watch it first because it is funny as hell. It is hysterically funny. But, yeah, so just get it all queued up. Watch through those opening commercials and stuff. Anyway, we'll talk more when we come back from the break. Yep, all right. See you in about 90 seconds.
1: Listen, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't mean to be nitpicky or anything, but um, the living room hasn't been vacuumed in weeks, and... Uh, hey, Waterman, I was busy. You know, realigning the planet or something. But But, but
0: you drew vacuuming out of the job jar and everyone else... Hey.
1: Who's gonna save Earth from a giant meteor while Superman's vacuuming? You? <laughs> I don't think so. C- I
0: could. Hey,
1: nobody seems to understand how useful I am. You know, I, I'm, I'm really capable. I, I can do lots of stuff. You know, lots. I, I, I can do. I can do stuff like, um, like I, like I, like I can. You know, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we're back and as promised we're going to do the our own audio commentary track for the Robot Chicken DC Comics special. And just the way we're going to do it is we're going to tell you when to, you know, hit play so you start right at the first frame, you know, which should be um, the little disclaimer where it says any actual names or likenesses of celebrities are used in a fictitious and parodic manner. So as soon as we tell you to hit play, you just hit play and then you can listen to Shag and I, uh, drone on during the next 22 minutes or so.
0: <laughs> now, if you're watching on the internet, um, hit play just to check because more than likely you got a bunch of commercials you got to get through first. Because the way that works is when you watch it through Comcast or whatever your internet provider right, is, right. you got all these commercials. And then when you get to the break, like the commercial break, there's more commercials. So we're not going to stop through any of the commercials. We're not going to pause. We're just going to keep barreling through. So just keep pausing the podcast every time your viewing gets to commercials or whatever. Uh, or if you happen to be friends with Tor and you've got a copy of it, then you shouldn't have to worry about that stuff.
1: Okay. From my experience doing the, uh, my MASH podcast, people do not generally watch the show and listen to the commentary. They just listen to the commentary track by itself.
0: You yeah. have listeners for your MASH podcast? I do. Your mom doesn't count.
1: <laughs> Is that really the attitude you want to take after the last segment? <laughs> did you see, folks? Did you see what I said? Look how long it lasted. 90 what
0: seconds. Did, what you guys didn't hear was during the break uh-huh. of the emotional outpouring. I was crying. Yeah, uh-huh. I was crying during uh, the break, sure. thanking Rob, telling him I've added him to my will, all these things.
1: Well, that's going to come in handy then in a week, so that's great.
0: Right, exactly. See, the timing was perfect. So, <laughs> okay. And then we come back, and I put on this irredeemable shag character, because I'm nothing like this in real life. And, uh, you know, he's got like, to turn this around and try and hurt me. Man, it's t- some people. You know what? He gave me a present just so he can get on his high horse. That's what it was. That's
1: right. That's right. I love it. <laughs> I've been reading All Star Western for a year, and I want to get on that horse.
0: So, oh Lordy Lord! All right, folks. All right, Robot Chicken.
1: Okay, so when we uh, say play, when we say when we say hit play, go ahead and do it, and we will start. So, uh, Shaggy, ready?
0: I am. I am born ready.
1: Okay. So and you're gonna die ready. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> soon. Soon. So okay, we can. Uh, everybody hit the play button right now.
0: TV fourteen. <laughs> so I don't know the Robot Chicken characters that they're showing in the opening here, because I don't watch the show. Right, that I
1: only know the one, the nerdy kid, like the yeah. real, the one with the glasses. So, and obviously this is a parody of the Challenge of the Super Friends opening.
0: It's really well done, and the Harry Potter line there is hysterical. Yeah, and there's So some
1: credits, there's so Jeff Johns here, there's yep. Zatanna. Now,
0: it's, it's interesting, Zatan, Zatanna and Red Tornado were shown, yet they weren't in Challenge of the Super Friends. Right, Friend. right. Kind of interesting. Now, I like the where Aquaman goes, hi. <laughs> now, that, that's Seth Green, by the way, folks. That Seth uh,
1: Green as Aquaman?
0: Yeah, he's doing the, the Aquaman voice. This bit with the Taylors. The two Face in the in the snowman, that was
1: perfect. <laughs> it's Lex hard, finally get there. It's kinda of hard to do commentary because the show moves so fast.
0: Exactly. Yeah. There's no slow point.
1: Here we go. <laughs> first prank played on Aquaman coming up. There he <laughs> <it> goes. <laughs> I like that the Green Lantern doll
0: has slightly gray hair. Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's got to be on purpose because that's got to be a reference back to Parallax. Oh, yeah. Oh, I assume that's what it is. Sure. Yeah, because Green Lantern had Gray Sideburns and they retconned it to say that was the Parallax influence and maybe that's him being a dick. Okay, here's Bane breaking Batman's back.
1: <laughs> the first running gags of Batman just
0: complaining
1: endlessly about getting –
0: the Batman complaining bit is so funny. Like the stuff he says is and then hysterical. And the title card. That's, That's me. Here we go. Here's our first real character from the DC universe. Now, this when I first saw, and here's Bidge, by yeah. the way, if you don't know him. Did
1: I say it, Bidge?
0: Our badge. Okay. He is the same race that Chip was, the, the this, this chipmunk. Uh, Green Lantern. Basically, the, squ- right. the squirrel Green Lantern right. that we all love that got run over by car. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I first saw this bit, I was like, it was kind of weird. I didn't get that it was going to be a building joke. Right, yeah. Guess who Lois Lane's voice is? Who is it? Megan Fox.
1: Megan Fox is Lois Lane, really?
0: Megan Fox is Lois Lane. wow, I didn't know that. Now, this is a great bit, because Superman 2, you know, he kisses Lois, and it makes her forget, and we never see him use that power again. Right. So the fact that they honed in on him going, I could do this more often. (laughs) Now, here's Lex Luthor talking. That's Alfred Molina, folks.
1: That's Alfred Molina? That's
0: Alfred Molina who played Doc Octopus right. in Spider-Man 2. Wait, a minute, was that a nude picture of Luther on the wall?
1: <laughs> I missed it. There he go. He's trying it again. Sure, why not?
0: Dark Side. Solomon Grundy. Now, you hear the song? What was the song? This is great. Oh, I love I'm this. 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 This is a great bit. <laughs> well, the song playing about kissing, Superman kissing people, he's like going to kiss that dude. That's Steven Tyler.
1: Oh, is it really? Okay.
0: It really is from Aerosmith. <laughs> now here's right. Two Face. Go ahead.
1: Now this worried me because one of the reason I don't watch Robot Chicken very much is so much of the is like toilet humor, and I would just don't yeah. laugh at. But yeah. I, they took this concept of him needing the coin to make any decision to its logical extreme. So yeah. I, I appreciated it in this context. You know that it was like, okay, yeah, let's. <laughs>
0: The not wiping is great. Not you can't flushing. do anything. Uh, you just
1: cannot do anything without flipping a coin. I think that's funny. And then here's the. I love the. I love the the can <laughs> go Now that
0: now that grunting. Uh, the, that that uh, two face. Hmm. That was Neil Patrick Harris.
1: Oh my god.
0: I love how the moderator here, you know, the announcer at the at the the Jewel Museum knows that supervillains are going to attack. Yeah. he just wants to get the hors d'oeuvres first. <laughs>
1: Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Mr. Freeze?
0: Freeze. Who do you think's doing Mr. Freeze?
1: Uh, who is Mr. Freeze?
0: Yeah, the ridiculous German accent for Mr. Freeze is Nathan Fillion. Wow. Yep.
1: There's Captain Cole. There we go. These are all customs too. I mean, these are no these are not Mego dolls.
0: That's a good point. There are some amazing customs in this episode. Now, like these customs were built obviously for a purpose and really get used to the full advantage. That icicle's almost too good, actually, with the Mm -hmm. paint on his face. But later on, like, uh, well, we'll there's some other customs in this episode (laughs) that are amazing that they built just for, like, a (laughs) two-second bit.
1: Captain Cole eating the hors (laughs) d'oeuvres. You can tell these are not not Migos because, you know, they're in body. They're in positions that no Migo could do, like icicles standing there with his legs crossed. Right.
0: Now, this joke about freeze versus fries being – I love that bit because I've always thought that too I'm like that doesn't read like freeze yeah, at all Mr.
1: Fry, yeah and then this guy
0: <laughs> that chilblain joke about everyone in America's forgotten about him is hysterical and the freeze ray thing about like you know poor Mr. Freeze is like a genius everyone else you, know, you can buy these at the five and dime practically you know <laughs> these freeze rays
1: and, and then, then again like- yeah the little tag on the joke there we got ice
0: She's kind of sexy. I didn't notice that before. It's like the Justice League ice head with a uh, yeah, Justice like League Unlimited.
1: Body. Yeah. Now this is okay, a so great. I'm you... uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. This is a great bit. This 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 whole con this whole conceit here of of humans having to deal with a, a, a race of funny animals like that's just <laughs> your pig iron.
0: Yeah, get like these good the... with her paws up. These are the customs that kill me. These are the ones because they're, they're used for just a split second. Yeah. But they look so good. <laughs> yeah, by the way, Green Lantern, in case you don't know, is obviously Nathan Fillion also. So he played Green Lantern in the animated cartoons.
1: <laughs> I like how they got <laughs> them to make them look kind of sad, too. Like, no, like, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm really hyper-focused on how with the Grey Sideburns. Because Jeff Johns helped write this episode. If you don't know that, folks, Jeff Johns helped write the episode. And he's the one at Retcon that the Grey Sideburns means parallax is in him. <laughs>
1: little cheese.
0: Little cheese cracked my junk up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is a good little game. It's a swamp thing, baby. Right. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Whole joke.
0: Here comes uh here here we get. Here we get another brain moment, and you see the classic 60s Batmobile in the background. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Felt the soles of my feet touch the back of my head. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: That's pain. All
0: right, moment, folks. Here's your moment of Zen. Real Here we characters from this universe, and it's Firestorm, baby. There you go. Also voiced by Alfred Molina. And I love how they actually made his hair glowing, and then they sort of moved it so it looks like flames crackling. It's mm. really impressive. Why the hell they call him a douche? I don't get. But <laughs> notice his hands are a different color, yellow. They use oh, different yeah, hands paint right. with figure because they probably needed more expressive hands. Yes. And you hear Firestorm said he's popular, so it's got to be true. Now we're in the bar. There's a dude who's got this roofied this girl in yeah. the bottom right hand corner, <laughs> and he's about to feel her boob. Watch.
1: <laughs> I never noticed that oh, he's touching yeah. her. I'm
0: he totally it. grabs her boob.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, that's sad.
0: The, the man's uh, trying. Yep. Yeah, well, the Green Lantern, Batman, chatting over it is what makes it so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look how sad Aquaman looks back there.
0: <laughs> I love how Batman's all ready to Bruce Wayne it up. And Aquaman's like, yeah, that's hey, the
1: rules. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do sort of like that they gave him somewhat of a coherent personality. Like he's kind of wants to be a nice guy, wants everybody to get along. Like he's kind of like a Boy Scout almost, the, the, the their version of Aquaman. Here we go. <laughs> like the girl in the, in the oh, back dear, dancing. dear
0: Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with Martian Manhunter is awesome. Now, notice how they they did make Aquaman's voice so gay, though, like intentionally gay. <laughs> that Martian Manhunter bit never fails to be funny. And
1: then this, oh lord, <laughs> the dolphin's wearing a pearl necklace.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Now, the Legion of Doom—that's awesome. That that's got to be a custom of some sort, too. Oh, sure. Now in a minute here, we're going to hear Toy Man, um, and that's also done by Seth Green, and that is probably the most astonishing imitation of the Challenge of Super Friends actors. Now, is that Black mana Is yeah. that a real figure, or is that a um, custom?
1: No, I think that's that Mego, that sort of faux Mego thing that they did a couple of years ago.
0: Oh, okay. I think. Gotcha.
1: It's interesting here that their version of Trickster, or Toy Man here, is that he looks like he's a puppet, which he didn't in the show. He was a human in the show.
0: True. Well, that's the, that's, uh, that's the Alex Ross toy. Right, man. interpretation of him, right. Right. So it's, it's the closest they could get to what the toy man looked like in the cartoon because that's the right costume. Right. It's just a different wooden sort of thing. I love Bizarro's chin. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, Portland. <laughs> oh, Portland. <laughs> Um. So if you look at some of these costumes, the Solomon Grunde, I don't know if that's a custom or not, but that's unbelievable. Solomon Grande and Gorilla Grodd both just really impressed me as being massive figures. And it's also funny that they've they have they've got a stink in real life. You know, Solomon Grande and, and Gorilla Grande stink. So, them commenting on Glenn, that's pretty unfair, I think. Poor Glenn.
1: Yes. <laughs> they all got their heads down.
0: Right, exactly. They're all like, oh, the stench. <laughs> now, does, does the Joker talk at all in this thing? Now, I think about it. Okay, folks, here's a commercial break. We're coming right back now. Yeah, there you go. But no, if, okay. you need, if you need to pause, pause. Here we go. And we're still watching the opening card now. We're back into the Green Lantern segment now.
1: Right. Now, this is this is probably... This is the segment I laughed the hardest at, just because I just... Just the gag with Abin Sir that's coming up in a moment.
0: <laughs> well, I like that the kids' benchmarks are Independence Day and Battle for Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> As if those are the... The penultimate, you know, alien evasion movies. <laughs> now I wonder if that Abinsur is something, you know, like a figure tied to the movie or something, because it sure looks like it. I think that's a custom.
1: I just think that's a custom. I don't think they think so? Yeah. They didn't do a lot of merchandising for the Greenlander movie a whole ton.
0: Except for like birthday cards.
1: Right, well yeah, except for birthday cards. <laughs>
0: This nerdy kid flying through space is hysterical. I think
1: this is the same. This is the same character that chased George Lucas around at the uh, Star Wars Holiday, the robo Chicken Star Wars special. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Guardians are, are less than impressed.
0: Right. And here's Kilowog, and he yeah. is voiced by uh, Abraham Ben Ruby.
1: Oh, from who's uh, been- Parker Lewis Can't Lose.
0: Okay. Well, he's. I know him from ER. He, he was, was on ER who- too. He was Jerry on ER. Yeah. He's the guy who worked the desk at ER yep. all the time, yep. like check-in desk. <laughs> now, here where the nerd is – he's about to create Selena Gomez to defend <laughs> him. What the hell? That is hysterical. That's, that's totally some bit I never would have thought of in a million years.
1: <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to create my own version. There we go. Slap fight. Right.
0: That's uh, Selena Gomez apparently I was voiced this. by terror. They make recliners. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it hot in here? <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> this is totally what we would do. Not Selina Gomez. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, uh, this is funny. This, this gang. <laughs> Nestor getting eaten by bears.
1: That's an Abincer. not an sure,
0: That's what I'm, I'm sorry. Abincer. Yeah. Sure. They're both red. Whatever. Uh, now, this Lex <laughs> Luthor, this has got to be a real figure because that is unbelievable.
1: This is great, too. His, his, yeah. The kickball? <laughs> it's unpredictable.
0: I assume that's from the Superman-Batman line of action figures, that Lex Luthor in battle suit. It
1: is a great figure.
0: No. Superman with a crotch.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like he slowly goes down. Yeah, that's done by Brecken Meyer, who has been involved with Adult Swim for a long time. But for me, I know him as John Arbuckle from um, from Garfield, the, the live action film. Because I have okay. kids. All right. So. right. <laughs> like the
1: slapping of the hands, Scarecrow.
0: Yep. Guess who's doing Riddler? Who's Riddler? Paul Rubens. Really? That's yeah. Billy
1: yeah. Herman. Oh, that's
0: fantastic. B. B. Oh, you don't have to get your dick prints all over <laughs> it. <him. laughs> yeah. Oh man!
1: They, they all turn away. <laughs> they're all they're right, not actually,
0: be looking at him. You know, Brainiac, as if Brainiac can get embarrassed, right? You know, it is like. <laughs> I love the, the jovial walk that they do. Ding, de, ding, ding, ding. Well, the, the double pointing, the arm pointing is great. <laughs> Punctuation, oh, see. This is this is a brilliant little bit out of like Silver Age. <laughs> exclaimer <laughs> the, the, the porn stash on the pause guy is awesome turd factory love turd and factory and then,
1: then here's the, the button on that scene with the third there <laughs>
0: the quotation marks
1: <laughs> alright now here's where uh,
0: <laughs> where what
1: this is well I mean so far Aquaman's really not really gotten it that bad in the show. It's really yeah. its really like the last seven or eight minutes where he really starts
0: taking a beating. Well, it's not in this scene. This is Batman. No, that's right. Here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, I'm, i i got to say, I'm really impressed with the custom they did of the inside of the Hall of Justice, you know? <laughs> and I love how they all gave Batman <laughs> that golf clap, you know? Now, why is he having to – why is Sinnestro having to shave his mustache? I don't get that. Did he lose a bet or something? I don't know. Yeah, that
1: I don't know. This makes me almost nauseous. When the What's blood, that? When the, this make me almost nauseous when the blood starts Oh my burning.
0: gosh. Get over it.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I don't believe it was that sensitive. There's something about cutting yourself with a razor that just makes me... Ugh.
0: We keeps saying TP and it makes me think of uh, Babies on Butthead need TP for my bunghole. But, um, so the voice of Mirror Master was Zeb Wells, the guy who used to write the Spider-Man comic. And I love that they took the effort to have Mirror Master jump through, through the, the mirror. mirror. That was awesome. Like really played up his powers because you don't actually see powers used that much here. No. All right, this is all you, buddy. Here we go. <laughs>
1: like Wonder Woman's shushing the water off of herself there. And, uh, yeah, they're dripping off there. <laughs> oh, don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's tried <laughs> <the trident laughs> Covered in poo and disrespect they're showing him is stunning. <laughs> Oh yeah, they were just adding insult to injury now. The seafood. Oh. Well, that took
0: that took me a second to get that joke because he says, "You know, I'm having people over for yeah. dinner," and he says, "Lawrence Johnson's walked right up to the door."
1: <laughs> Cyborg. <laughs> there, he's finally. Yeah, he's had enough.
0: i yeah. And Aquaman had a brisk.
1: <laughs> Slips on the thing.
0: Right. Oh. I like how they call him out here in a minute and they tell him to ride you know, his aqua boat or whatever. Yeah. He calls it a sea
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it Turn the lights off, <laughs> Exactly. Oh. Alright, here we go, folks. This is me. Real characters from the DC Universe. Mr. Banjo, who's a Shazam <laughs> film, by the way. I don't think uh, Mr. Banjo's ever been Googled as much as possible after this episode. This is, yeah. Like, Help, yeah. Banjo.
1: Somebody's bringing him back
0: after this. And here comes Firestorm. He has had it. He, uh, he calls him Fatty Arbuckle, which is awesome. <laughs> he's about to use his transmutation powers, which you don't actually see people use impressive other than punching and flying. So impressive superpowers in this special very often. So go to the effort to show Firestorm uses power. Oh, and the banjo costs $60. That's awesome. Love that. <laughs> so there it is. Transmutation. <laughs> Boom. Down goes Mr. Banjo. <laughs> Up next... That's right. Firestorm takes out a Green Lantern, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. <laughs> I like how Toyman likes the booger joke.
1: <laughs> I like the tail, cheetah's tail fluttering every so often. <laughs> there, there it is.
0: Catwoman is a bitch, all one word. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> ah! Wait, wait, wait. It looks like it's.
0: I love like how they have a camera in the bathroom.
1: It's just Aquaman,
0: <laughs> and they're like, "Ah, it's just Aquaman. Who gives a shit?" <laughs> that Giganta's got to be a real figure. Yeah, I think that's, it is. That's, that's a the DC one, yeah. Universe
1: line. Yeah, good proportions.
0: Yeah. Now, what is up with the pants being the entrance? Because she wants his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because everyone could look up her skirt, maybe. Manta, I'm out of here. And Manta uh, <laughs> he kept was- it cold the cold, steals the seat. <laughs> now, Black Manta was also voiced by Neil Patrick Harris, by the way. Oh,
1: really? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: There. His nefarious <laughs> plan here.
0: Apparently, Aquaman has weather control powers. Oh, no, wait. He's Luke Sluther doesn't. Never mind. <laughs> there it is. <laughs>
1: You know, it's funny. They've never done – I don't know if anybody's ever done this plot in a comic book of like a hero who's been feeling disrespected and joins the bad guys. That would be kind of an interesting angle. To uh,
0: is that how Triumph joined the bad guys?
1: I don't know. From maybe. Justice League oh, Task Force? Oh, maybe. Oh, God. Justice League Task Force. I don't know. Solomon Grundy, the bit with Born on a Monday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Solomon Groon's Day.
1: <laughs> Day? Yeah, we're back to Aquaman. Like I said, yeah, this the, scene... the first 20 minutes, he, he, he comes out unscathed and they really hammer him here.
0: Firestorm came out pretty good, I gotta say, because like you know, he took a beating for a moment or two, but then he came out on top. Yeah. He took out two people. That pile of them inside <laughs> the cake is hysterical. Joker, I like the Catwoman. I like that they make the air uh, planes, trains, and mobile joke, and he goes, "Well, that, that you know, everyone's seen that movie. Well, I haven't. I've only it's in the trailer. <laughs> said, it's exactly what I was thinking. I've never seen the movie, but I know that joke from the trailer." Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm throwing him a party. Now notice the number of characters that aren't in this scene, but number of characters that start to appear. (laughs) There are a ton of characters that aren't there before and suddenly start to appear. I'm going to call them out as we go through this. (laughs) 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 Gingerly pushes the knife. I like that it's going to get torn because he's he's made of wood, right? So doesn't matter. Right in the chest. They bursting out. Now, Hawkman and Black Vulcan have appeared in the Oh, background. you're right, yeah. There's Stargirl and Apache Chief.
1: <laughs> There's Apache Chief just beating the crap out of Brainiac there in the
0: background. Yep. I like the teamwork puppy poster in the background, too. It's clever. <laughs> I just saw if Black Vulcan hit a wall. Oh, kickball! There it is. Satana's fighting Black Mana. Yeah. That was El Dorado, El Dorado and was, Samurai. I think that's Samurai, Aspie. Yeah. That was... Fucker uh, Midnight. Oh, the Yep, we saw Dr. Midnight. He's like, Booster goal takes one down by Solomon Grundy. All the coal guys are beating the hell out of Robin. That's horrible. <laughs> I like how Wonder Woman drops the F-bomb. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough trouble Drowned getting in cooch already. Uh, Two-Face Joker, okay. <laughs> Superman. This Wildcat bit is hysterical. <laughs> I'm going to cat suit. <laughs> this joke. I like how Batman specifies the joke, we are done professionally. You know, guess if they had something else going Here's on. There's
1: samurai in the background unconscious. There, Bane yep. gets it again from Bane. Yep. Why is that robot humping everything? I don't. Get that. <laughs> I, I guess that's, a,
0: that's the bit that they do. Danger. <laughs> the return of Mr. Danger. Uh, All right, so here comes Aquaman's big moment. Yeah. I like the recycle poster in the background.
1: And somebody Xeroxed their butt, as you can see, sitting on the corkboard. (laughs) Aquaman's chance at redemption.
0: That's right. He's got the kryptonite. Who's he going to give it to? (laughs) The (laughs) slow-mo on Lutheran Superman are brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Green Lantern heads through a poster, Robin and Batman reading for each other, Flash in a corner. I like how it's a broken mirror. That was clever. There we go. He's going to do the right thing. He still sounds gay.
1: He's a hero. He's going to do the right thing.
0: There you go. What is an Aqua Punch? <laughs> Except, uh, yeah. Oh, poor. Whoa, uh, <laughs> Here's your funeral. Firestorm made it. Firestorm there. Adam Smasher. Booster Gold. Nice.
1: Jimmy Olsen
0: (laughs) and the Superman joke's great yeah like how he put it rubbing his finger against Jimmy's (laughs) lips in a circle and Superman makes us all forget too. and there's Steven Tyler singing there we go now hang on till the very end the DC Comics logo you know how they change it depending on what they're doing Uh, oh wait there's a bit here hold on there we go Lex Oh, I forgot about that kick, That kickball joke never gets old. Yeah. There's that noise. <laughs> but the, the DC Comics logo at the end is Superman and Aquaman together. Wait for it. There it is.
1: Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, that's great. I, I didn't see that the first time around.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So, again, I got to say, I you know obviously Aquaman was a major player in this. And, well, he got picked on a bunch. You know, overall, it, it celebrated him. I think. Well, I don't know if it maybe made oh, fun I, of.
1: him. I st- took
0: it all in good fun.
1: I mean, it, it, you know, yeah. it, you can't. It, he's one of the big heroes, and they, 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 you know, I don't. I, I don't think anybody. You really can't get offended at that. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought the whole thing.
0: Everybody, everybody took their lumps in this in this one. So. Well, I, I really and maybe I'm just blinding myself, but like I really feel like Firestorm came out pretty damn good. It's like they made fun of him, and he's like, "What the hell." And then he comes back, he kicks all the ass. But then he redeems himself, yeah. So Yeah. And he beats up Mr. He, he banjo. He takes down a green lantern with a iron banjo.
1: <laughs> so,
0: good stuff. Oh, God, I've seen that thing so many times now, and it never stops being funny.
1: I actually laughed more this time than I did the first time. I don't know why, maybe I was expecting or something, but I, I maybe sort of appreciate the, rhythm of the r- rhythms of it now that I know what's coming, and you know, all the little jokes and things like that. So, yeah, it was good stuff. It was funny. It was funny. I said, what are the odds that it would focus... You know that firestorm would get such a sort of uh, single singular mention, and then Aquaman too, so it's like they, they made it just for us, Shay.
0: Eh? you think it was for us you think Jeff Johns did this for us
1: i I do i do i'm gonna I'm gonna stick to that
0: well, thank you, Jeff. We appreciate yeah, that we That's do. very kind of we you
1: do. so
0: and don't screw up justice league yeah. um, <laughs> well, folks, we're not gonna do any feedback today. Uh, we've done two very feedback heavy episodes recently, so um this has been. You know, it's been a great time. I think uh, yeah, I think we're just going to leave it at that. I mean, we're we're coming up on an hour anyway. I think at this point, we tend to draw or almost. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, this has been a blast, and uh, we'll be back in the not too distant future with uh, probably another episode of Fire and Water, and we're going to do a Who's Who coming up not too far away as well.
1: Yeah, we're behind on that, so, Rob, so we we acknowledge we're behind on that, guys. We apologize. Yep,
0: yeah, but we'll get to it, and and part of it is because we don't. When we have a limited amount of time, we don't ever want to give who's who, like, short sh- short, sh- shrift. Is that yes, what you always short, say?
1: short shrift, yes.
0: Okay. We don't want to short shrift who's who because we want to give it what, however amount of time it takes. If it takes three hours to do a who's who episode, we will. You know, Like yeah. when we do the Firestorm episode, that might be a whole 24-hour podcast. So <laughs> just want to make sure. <laughs> say again?
1: Absolutely, yes. Those, those yeah, shows right. tend to go on and on and on, and, but they deserve it.
0: Exactly. So. All right, well, uh, in the meantime, Rob, why don't you tell people where they can find Aquaman Shrine?
1: Uh, AquamanShrine.com on Facebook and Twitter and technically Google+, which I actually do use Google+, for Ace Kilroy. So I have to say, I do use it. it I've, I've done several Google+, updates for Ace Kilroy, so don't, don't say that I don't ever use it, because I do.
0: Yeah, those were like, a, what, 2004?
1: No, I just did it like two days ago.
0: <laughs> so um, why don't you tell us where we can find Ace Kilroy uh, right? Everything can be
1: found at acekilroy.com And the print editions are The treasury size print edition is now available You can order it on our Etsy store If you just go to acekilroy.com and click on Etsy store It'll take you to the link And there will be a regular size edition coming very very soon uh, Definitely in time for the New York Comic Con in October And then it'll be, probably be available online even before that So if you have been waiting to read the print edition Now is the time Woohoo!
0: Woohoo! Awesome. Congratulations, buddy. Thank That's you. great. Thank you. Uh, you can find Firestorm Fan at firestormfan.com. We are also on, under the same name Firestorm Fan, we are on Twitter, Facebook, Google, and Tumblr. So um, pretty much any social network uh, other than Pinterest, we're going to conquer it. And uh, Rob, why don't you tell the folks where they can email us and what our Tumblr is for the show?
1: Uh, the email is firewaterpodcast at comcast.net, and the Tumblr is fireandwaterpodcast.tumblr.com.
0: Yep. So check out the Tumblr. We will post things um, related to each episode from time to time. Like we'll put up something probably from Robot Chicken here uh, and um, come back next time, folks. So uh, in the meantime, go ahead and uh, catch the wave and fan the flame.
1: All right. See you guys later. Bye.
0: Bye. Aquaman- Truth and justice and sea, on land, and air. Firestorm and Aquaman, they make a super pair. Aquaman and Firestorm, super friends forever. Yeah!
1: New co host auditions for Fire and Water Podcast Michael Bailey, Take One.
0: Hello and welcome once again to the Fire and Water Podcast, the official podcast of the AquamanShrine.com and the FortressOfBaileyTude.com. My name is Mike, and with me,
1: as always, is my good friend Rob. Hey Rob, how's it going? That was great, Mike. Thanks. Uh, we'll talk about it at the memorial service.